This is the Orville Christian Church Podcast. Each week, you'll find content that helps you take your next step closer to Jesus. Join us online at orville.church slash live. Man, I'm not sure how country music got into that bumper video. We're going to have to have an intervention with our worship team here. But um, anyway, to begin the message today... We're going to have a little fun. We're going to play a game called Did It Sell? Now, if you are listening to the audio podcast of this message, please bear with us for a few moments. This is going to probably be a little hard for you to follow. But for those of you in person or watching online, uh, you're going to see an item come up on the screen, and you need to decide whether you think it's sold on eBay or not. Okay? If you think it's sold, I want you to clap your hands like this. Can we clap our hands? You can do it a little louder than that. Yeah. If you're really confident that this sold, I want to, I want to hear your hands clap, okay? <laughs> Good. Now, if you're joining us online, just type the word sold, okay, in the comment section to let us know you think it's sold. If you think it did not sell, obviously don't clap your hands. If you're online, type the word scrapped, S-C-R-A-P-P-E-D. Type the word scrapped in the comments. We'll know that you... Didn't think it sold there. Let's, let's just do one for practice, okay? Let's do a practice one. Here we go. The item is a prehistoric mosquito. Think it sold? All right. It's pretty good. All right. Let, let's see. Let's see here. No, it did not sell. All right. I can't imagine, you know, why it didn't sell. Prehistoric mosquito. Okay. Now we're going to play for real, Okay. Keep track of the ones you get right because there is, a, there is a big prize at the end of this, okay, if you get, get the most right. Here's the first one for real now. The item is the Virgin Mary on a grilled cheese sandwich. Yeah. You guys, you guys think it's sold, huh? You think it's sold? Okay, here we go. Let's see. Yes, it actually sold for $28,000. Oh, yeah. Grilled cheese sandwich right there. Let's do the next one. The item is a quill used to sign the Declaration of Independence. What do you think? Getting getting about the same volume here, same volume. Let's see if it's sold or not. Here we go. No, it did not sell. Sorry if you clapped, you got that one wrong. Here's the last one. The item is a Dorito shaped like the Pope's hat. What do you think? Think it's sold? All right, let's see. Did it sell? Yes, it sold. $1,200. All right, did anyone get all three of them right? You don't lie in church now. You got all three of them right? Okay, I'll give, you, I'll give you guys here. Here's a bag of Doritos. See if you can find the Pope's hat in there, okay? All right. Now, one of the lessons of this game, believe it or not, there is a lesson you can take from this. One of the lessons is the worth of something is in the eye of the beholder, right? I mean, how how could someone pay $28,000 for a grilled cheese sandwich regardless of what uh, would happen to appear on it? There's no way I would, but someone did. Someone who saw a lot of worth in it. Today we continue our series, The Thrill of Hope. And it's guided by one of the greatest Christmas songs ever, O Holy Night. This, this great song reminds us that the first Christmas night was holy. It was sacred. 
It was set apart from any other night in history. Oh, holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin and error pining till he appeared and the soul felt its worth. I want you to think about that line for a moment. The soul felt its worth. What does it mean for your soul to feel its worth? You know, it's probably easier to look back and see the times in our lives when our soul hasn't felt its worth, right? When we felt worthless or maybe broken. Maybe it was because a relationship fell apart or or a, a sin pattern weighed you down with guilt or maybe it was a disappointment at work or a financial failure of some kind. Your sense of worthlessness came because perhaps you felt used by someone or you, you, you felt ignored and, and cast aside by family or friends, or you were passed over for an opportunity that you really, really wanted. We've all had moments like that, times when our soul hasn't felt its worth. I know I've certainly had those moments myself. When I was on the freshman basketball team at West Holmes High School, I, I vividly remember one game. We were down by one point, And we were coming out of a timeout with a special out-of-bounds play, and I was chosen to throw the ball inbounds. But what did I do? I made an errant throw. The ball actually went out-of-bounds. I threw it out-of-bounds trying to hit one of my teammates, and we ended up losing the game. I felt like a loser. I felt so small and worthless, especially after my coach chewed me out in front of my teammates. But even as a pastor, even as a pastor today, there are times when I feel like I'm not measuring up to some expectation I have for myself or that I assume others have for me. But here's the deal. Our worth isn't based on our circumstances or what someone else thinks about us. No, our worth is found in God and what he thinks about us. Remember the lesson from the game, the worth of something or shall we say someone, is in the eye of the beholder. And when God beholds you, someone that he created in his very own image, he sees tremendous value and worth, despite what we've done or how we might view ourselves. And Christmas proves it. In fact, we see it in the Christmas story in the Bible. I want us to turn in our Bibles today to Luke chapter 1. Luke chapter one, if you do not have a copy of God's word, there are free copies at the next step area in the back of this room. There also should be some Bibles on the chair rack in front of you. You can also download a digital version of the Bible by using the YouVersion Bible app on your phone or tablet. And let me just say, if you go to the YouVersion Bible app, there should be a, uh, a little icon at the bottom of the screen that says more. If you click that, it'll take you to another page. If you c- click events on that page, we have an event that we create every Sunday on the YouVersion Bible app. You can follow the sermon outline. There's also some announcement in, announcements in there, so I'd encourage you to check that out as well. Today we're going to talk about someone who probably didn't feel like she was worth much. Chances are she didn't see much value in herself. Uh, before we dive into Luke 1, let me, let me catch you up on what's happening here. God sent an angel named Gabriel And he sent the angel Gabriel to a teenage girl named Mary who lived in a really small podunk town called Nazareth. 
Mary was already engaged to a man named Joseph, but Gabriel shows up and shares some crazy, unexpected, and in some ways unwanted news. He tells Mary that she is pregnant and that she is gonna have a baby boy named Jesus. Now, for, for many of us, we've, we've heard this story lots of times, right? We hear it every year. And sometimes it's easy to miss the significance of what's happening here. For Mary, her cultural worth was based on her purity before marriage. So to the community around her, the the little value she did have would now be totally gone. She would be cast aside, considered worthless. In biblical times, sexual purity was central to personal and family honor. I mean, I mean this, this could result in her being shunned by her family. Look at what New Testament scholar Daryl Bach says. He says this, in ancient culture, virginity was an honored state, a badge of self-control and moral faithfulness. Mary would appear to many to have conceived a child out of wedlock. Her explanation of a divine conception would be hard to swallow. I mean, Mary... Would, would have more than enough reasons here to feel worthless. She, she was already a poor, unmarried young woman. Back then, that placed you just a little above livestock. And now, she was gonna be pregnant, poor, and unmarried. And while the news was extremely troubling to her, Gabriel reassured Mary that it was great news. He promised her that God would be with her and that she would be blessed with an opportunity to play a huge part in God's plan of redemption because, you see, the baby growing inside of her would be the Son of God whose birth would change everything. And as that reality began to sink into Mary's mind and into her heart, Mary responded with a song of praise. Her, her words are known as the Magnificat. She says, my soul glorifies the Lord And my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed, for the mighty one has done great things for me. Holy is his name. See, what's likely happening here is Mary's soul is beginning to feel its worth. For most of her life, she probably felt small. She felt insignificant and quite unremarkable. And yet in this moment, her soul felt its worth and she responded with a song of praise. I want to try to illustrate it this way. I'm I'm going to need a volunteer. I have a $20 bill up here. It's a pretty nice, crisp, new $20 bill. Who, Who wants $20? Okay, Elijah, come on up here. Come on up here. Let's give Elijah a hand as he comes up here. Elijah has no idea what is about to happen. Are you scared? Are you nervous? Slightly, okay. I'm scared to death every Sunday, so I feel your pain, okay? Now, this is a $20 bill. Can you verify that? Okay, it's good. All right. Do you want this $20? You don't? Okay, give me somebody else. Amanda, come on up here. Come on up here. I want somebody who wants this $20, okay? Amanda, do you want this $20? You do? Okay, $20. What if I did this? Yeah. Crumpled it up? Sure. Do you still want it? Yeah. Really? Uh-huh. Okay, so what if I did this? <laughs> Do you still want it? Yeah. You still want it? It's, it's crumpled up, it's dirty, I just stomped on it on the floor, you still want this $20? I'll take it. You'll take it? Take okay, it. of course you will, why? It's 
Yeah, because even though I crumpled it up, even though I stomped on it, guess what? It hasn't decreased in value, has it? $20 is still $20. All right, Merry Christmas, here's $20. Let's give Amanda a hand. Yeah, Mary's, Mary's soul was every bit as valuable before the angel came to her as it was after. Remember, the worth of something is in the eye of the beholder. And God saw Mary and sent an angel to her. But, but, but she had always possessed great value to God. Always. Mary's soul was of great worth, even when she didn't have any reason to feel it. Even on those days when she felt crumpled up and stomped on. But now as she sings praise to God, her soul feels its worth. So what helped Mary feel her worth? I want you to write these down. First thing is, God came near. God came near to Mary. His presence came to her through the angel that he had sent and through the declaration that his son was forming within her. Can you imagine that? God's son was forming as a baby within her. You know, something happens uh, when important people come to us, right? I've met a few famous people in my life, and it always makes you feel a little special, doesn't it? I can remember when I was in junior high, two players from the Cleveland Cavaliers basketball team came to Shreve, Ohio, back in the day. The two players were Mike Sanders and Craig Elo. Some of you may remember them. Remember, Elo was the guy guarding Michael Jordan when he hit the shot, okay? Right here's Elo, right there. But, but Elo and Sanders, they came to Shreve, and, and I got to, to have my picture taken with them. It, it was pretty cool. I, I felt important. I'll never forget the first time I met Bob Russell. Bob spoke here uh, back in 2019. He also spoke at the Wayne County Fair earlier this year. Some of you may have heard him, but Bob is a legend in the independent Christian church world. He led a church in Louisville, Kentucky from 120 members to over 18,000 people. I first met Bob at a mentoring retreat he did with eight of us ministers, and I remember being so nervous to meet him. But being around Bob for a few days at that retreat made me feel just a little more valuable. Now, I want you to multiply that times a gazillion, and this is what Mary felt. God came near her and was living inside of her. Please please don't miss this. Christmas means that God has come near. God has come near. Emmanuel, we we sung about it today, right? It means God with us. God came into our world to live among us. He came to us in the midst of our loneliness and in the midst of our brokenness so that our souls would feel their worth. See, when you accept Jesus and decide to follow him, his spirit comes to live inside of you. Did you know that? God comes near to you. And if you've never accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, man, what a wonderful time to do that during the Christmas season. You can experience your own Mary miracle as God comes near to you in and through the Holy Spirit. Oh, may your soul feel its worth. But there was something else that Mary, that helped Mary feel her worth, and that was this. God commissioned her. God commissioned. He he gives her a mission. God not only entrusted Mary 
with bringing Jesus into the world, but he also entrusted her with raising him and nurturing him. I mean, Mary's role extended way beyond Bethlehem, but she was chosen and given the opportunity to play a huge role in a story that would change the course of history. Look at verse 31 there in Luke 1. The angel Gabriel says to Mary, you will conceive and give birth to a son and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the most high. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. So Mary hears this, this grand announcement of God's intentions, and then, then she asked an understandable question, right? Look at verse 34. She asked, how will this be since I am a virgin? How's this going to happen? At this point, Mary is likely remembering the reality of her circumstances, right? She was a poor young woman, barely noticed by anyone, with no track record of doing anything significant. But there's something going on here we need to notice. Mary is lifted out of her small and narrow view of her own story. And she's commissioned to join God's bigger story to reach and restore the world. And just when she had to be shaking her head in disbelief, right? How in the world is this going to happen? The angel answers in verse 35, the Holy Spirit will come on you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. God gives her a mission that is so much larger than herself and will require so much more than her own effort. When the angel announces this unbelievable plan, he promises the power that she is going to need to accomplish the mission, and that power is God's spirit. Mary felt her worth when God commissioned her, and that is when she began to realize her potential value. You see, we all have intrinsic value, right? We all have intrinsic value. No matter what your circumstances are, no matter who you are, you have intrinsic value. A $20 bill is always worth $20. But we also have, all of us, we have potential value as well. And just like Mary, God wants to use us to change the world. He has commissioned every single one of us to play a part in his mission. And when we realize that, and when we respond to that, man, our souls are awakened to what we're really here for. And we feel our worth in a whole new way. Don't miss this. God wants to use you for something much larger than yourself. Do you believe that? God wants to use you for something much larger than yourself. And here's what's so amazing. God's vision for your life is always packaged with the power to fulfill it. The power to sustain you when criticism shouts loud or when doubt overwhelms or when fear paralyzes. Our souls feel their worth when we're lifted by God out of the ordinary and into his extraordinary purpose. Let me, let me ask you, how would it change your outlook? How would it change your outlook on your life if you knew God wanted to do something great through you? 
How would that change your outlook? Would it awaken you? Would you feel your worth? Well, the truth is, God has already commissioned you. Right? Everyone, uh, every one of us longs to, for our lives to count to have that connecting link for someone. We have invite cards available in both lobbies today. Grab a stack of them. Give them to those in your circle. Invite them to come to our Christmas Eve candlelight services with you. God has commissioned us. And like Mary, may we respond the way she did. She said in Luke 138, she says, I am the Lord's servant. On this holy night, God declares we have value. We have intrinsic value because we are created in the image of God and, and he wants his spirit to come and live inside of us, but we also have potential value as God commissions us to join him in his plan to reach the world. Remember, the worth of something is in the eye of the beholder. And God sees you today. And you matter to him. So much so that he sent his one and only son to pay the purchase price for you and for me. It wasn't a $20 bill. It wasn't even $28,000. The price that was paid was his very life. His body was given for you. His blood was poured out for you. The Bible says, for you know, you know that God paid a ransom to save you from the empty life you inherited from your ancestors. And it was not paid with mere gold or silver, which lose their value. No, it was paid with the precious blood of Christ, the sinless, spotless lamb of God. God chose him as your ransom long before the world began, but now, in these last days, he has been revealed for your sake. Oh, holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin and error pining till he appeared and the soul felt its worth. Mary's soul felt its worth. And what happened to Mary can happen to you. God wants to come to live inside of you and give you a mission and a purpose that can change your world. Let's pray together. Father, thank you for what you have done. The thrill of hope. The thrill, God, that you would look down upon us And that you would not only see intrinsic value, but potential value. That you would look down on a poor, unmarried woman, a girl, a teenager. God, and you would use her. God, thank you for your Holy Spirit and the work that he does. And God, help us to realize today that, that you want to use us that you want your spirit to work in and through us to change, change our world. 
God, as we continue our worship today, help us to take that next step, whatever it is, closer to you. And Father, may our soul feel its worth. In Jesus' name, amen.